Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, Good morning. How are you this morning as we uh, continue to move forward in November here? And uh, we're in our second week of as we continue on the supernatural. And uh, it's kind of fun to keep understanding it deeper and the joy of it and you know the, the the breadth of it and the fact that the entire gospels is just story after story after story of god, god doing these fantastic mm-hmm. things uh, it's funny even as you say that i'm just reminded um you know we talk about all the time you know it, it is story after story after story but let's not lose the the beauty of the fact that these are real people yeah. and they're real stories they're, you know, this is, this is their testimony. And I think sometimes we can get caught up in the story and even we've heard it so many times that it doesn't, it loses its humanness to us, mm. you know, of, of people. This was a real person who experienced these, you know, as we talk about these miracles, you know, this, this man that we talked about last time, whose son was dying yeah. and his heart was aching over this. And, you know, a woman whose daughter was demon possessed the time before that real people with real problems that got to experience Jesus show up in incredible supernatural ways personally to them that changed their lives forevermore yep. and could not help, but then change the lives of those people around them. Yep. And we are invited into that very same thing. Yep. You know? Yeah. And it's kind of like you say, the, uh, with this last story, we, you know, we talked about, you know, do you really want to be made well? Um, and it's kind of interesting how that plays out. We had a, uh, a couple from, uh, in our last retreat, um, they've had some pretty, difficult circumstances mm-hmm. and their business it particularly was problematic and there were relatives involved and um, a, just everything wasn't coming together for them um, mm-hmm. and it was a struggle and uh, as they shared about it it was you know this year is really tough mm-hmm. um, and as we're getting toward uh, you know hearing God's voice with the exercise we do he did hear God's voice and that mm-hmm. it invited him to uh, the, basically, I'm going to resolve these things for you. Uh, come and be with me right? Uh, and walk with me in wisdom. It was about wisdom. How do I receive wisdom uh, and live it out and be in the right place for God to do supernatural? And he, you know, he, he heard it, uh, mm-hmm. didn't deny it. He said, I've heard this. He said, I struggle mm. with the thought is this really possible for me? Because the truth is I wanted to quit my business a lot of times this year. I've wanted mm-hmm. to just end it um, and basically just quit, give up on everything. You know, like why bother? Right. Just walk away. It's yeah. so heavy hearted and it's not working. And um, I'm trying all these things and it just isn't coming together. And I'm really, I'm, and he says, I've been really discouraged. And, mm-hmm. 
And I'm still, even I, even I heard this, mm-hmm. but I'm struggling with what to do with it right. uh, because I'm so discouraged. And so I said, okay, stop everybody. I said, stop a second. Um, and I asked the group, because um, he basically said, um, I shouldn't feel this way. Mm. Um, and I said, he feels discouraged. He's struggling. Is that good or bad? <laughs> and everybody said, no, that's bad. I said, why do you say that? Mm-hmm. Well, because, you, because, and they say, he shouldn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, now, now let's, let's back up a step. What's God's perspective on this? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you mean? Good. I said, well, what's God f- thinking? I said, now think about what God just said to him. Mm-hmm. I invite you for me to resolve this. Right. And what's God's perspective is he, he doesn't look at it like we do. We look at it mm-hmm. as good or bad. Right. He looks at it as it is. Mm-hmm. And I said, all he's saying, which he understands this person. Yeah. I struggle and mm-hmm. I, and I'm, and I'm not uh, understanding what to do about it. And God doesn't say that's good or bad. He just says, it is. That's how you really think, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, is that how you really think? Validates the feeling. And he said, yeah, I do. I said, said, don't look at it as good or bad. Mm -hmm. It just is. This is the starting point. And because it is, what does God say? There's no condemnation. Mm -hmm. Come walk with me and let me resolve it. And the focus is going to be on the resolution, not on what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and come and joy because he's inviting you and his perspective is how about now I just resolve this um, mm-hmm. and don't look at it as good or bad and the truth is it really is there and it really is, is it is problematic right. but let's go you know and it's like so you're telling and he says so you're telling me even though I feel this way which I know as a believer I'm not supposed to feel this way mm-hmm that's okay. I said, okay, now think about why it's okay. (laughs) So, you know, and everybody's a little bit struggling with this, even the discussion, you know, why is it okay? Why is it okay? Well, because that's how you really feel. Right. That's how you really feel. It's really how you feel. And isn't that the start of intimacy with God is truly being authentic and transparent in that and recognizing he sees he knows he's not hiding it from God. Right. God knows his heart. He knows the starting point and he wants to meet him in that very point and take step by step by step to bring him into the fruition of what he has yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, and then as we, as we finish a retreat, uh, we always have people stand up and just say, you know, what hit you? We know what God spoke about your mm-hmm. personal life, but what hit you about what you learned? And this guy says, um, for the first time, I have hope. Mm. Uh, and, and I, and I can, and he said, it was so helpful for you to walk me through that, that it's not good or bad. It just is. That's how I really feel. And mm-hmm. God knows how I really feel, but he's not leaving me there. Right. He's right. going to take me to his solution, which I now am kind of excited to find out. And I've gone from discouragement and oppression and guilt to mm-hmm. hope. Uh, right. 
and and it's going to be cool to find out, you know, as God delivers. And by the way, he he and we kept reiterating, hey, this isn't you just doing it better. Mm-hmm. It's God doing supernatural things that will deliver you out of this problem. That's uh, so good. You know, That's so, so it's, it's, it's quite fun. So as we look at, um, you know, this 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 little section we're in right now is uh, it's a choice to make. And it's really just realizing that God just says, I invite you mm-hmm. no matter what you're facing, no matter how you're feeling, no matter how discouraged you are, no matter how much brokenheartedness you have. I'm just inviting you to come with yeah. me because my view of it is that's where it is. Yeah. But I don't want to leave you there. Right. And none of those things disqualify you from doing it. The qualification is having a heart to step. Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. Just put your yes on the table and and go with God on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the choices we're trying to say is we'll just go with him. We'll just go with him. Yeah. That's all it takes, you know. And so then Jesus, we talked last time about the pool of Bethesda and this aspect of, of you know, do you really want to be made well? Um, and then he goes on and he continues to help us understand something is um, this is the why and the where and the how uh, this opportunity comes because this is how I live. So uh, read uh, John uh, 5. This is right after the, the discussion of the pool of the Bethesda, 16 through 23, and then verse 30. Sure. For this reason, the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. Okay, stop right there just a second. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we as we look at that, I mean, what's, what's your thought about that? It's crazy, right? It's crazy. I mean, he just... <laughs> He had just healed somebody who for 38 years had been, that was, that was the gentleman there with that story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. For 38 years, he had been ill, but because it was on the Sabbath, then they're all, they're all got their panties in a wad. You know, know, I'm going to try to prevent you from doing stuff like that, you know, and um, all I'd like to say is that's driven by law Mm -hmm. and driven by uh, you know, kind of ritual and tradition, and that um, I would just urge everybody: do not allow your your church theology, your mm-hmm. people around you, who say, "No, it's it it shouldn't happen. It's not going to happen." And right. in a sense, I'm coming after you because look, what are they trying to do? I'm trying to prevent you right. from doing any more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got people against you trying to prevent it because they're stuck in right. in system or law. And right. and our our heart, God says, break out of that. Yeah, and I think it's a there is a, a representation here both of being stuck in the legalism of it, as well as being ruled by the fear of the unknown. Yep. What they don't understand, they go straight to fear in. And how do I do that? Well, I'm going to control it. Right. <laughs> and controlling it by legalism. Yeah. This is how we control what we don't understand. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's really good. Okay, go ahead. We'll uh, keep going with that. But that's right. that's kind of a, a interesting. It's always this, you know, when you read scripture like that, it's like, man, that, that just doesn't make right. sense. But But that's what they were doing. Okay. But Jesus answered them, my father has been working until now, and I have been working. Therefore, the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then Jesus answered and said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do 
For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. Mm. For the father loves the son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the son gives life to whom he will. For the father judges no one, but has committed all judgments to the son. That all should honor the son just as they honor the father. He who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. Okay. And then jump over to verse 30. Um, verse 30. I can do my do of my, uh, I can of myself do nothing as I hear, I judge and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the father who sent me. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, they're making a declaration is, you know, you shouldn't be uh, violating our law. Mm -hmm. um, and we've, we've determined, you know, what that is, which they called work and they've equated now, which by the way, and I think I've said this before, if you, if you go to Jerusalem and you're on the Sabbath, which would be Saturday, remember for them, mm -hmm. uh, and you're in a high rise hotel, every button is pushed because it's work <laughs> to push that button. <laughs> you know, so, so crazy, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh. Um, by the way, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> that when I go to Jerusalem in a high-rise hotel, I request a lower floor. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to have to stop on every floor, even though it's prettier on the top, you know, and, uh, but, um, you know, stop it. And he says, well, um, and he's trying to make a under understanding of something. And that is that, look, this isn't about system. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working because my father is at work. I'm mm -hmm. joining him in his work and there's no system to that. Right. There isn't any law. There's never you should or shouldn't. There's never, well, this happens this way. It's it's because the father is working. And by the way, the father is sovereign, all powerful, all omniscient, mm -hmm. all omnipotent. He can deliver no problem. Right. When, right. anytime he wants to. Um, and I just get to join him in that process. Okay. Uh, he makes that statement. Their response to that is what? Well, they're mad again. <laughs> yeah. And what do they say? Um, let's see. Let me find my spot for you. Um, it says the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father making himself equal with God. So they just got more upset, you know, that yeah. he was actually claiming to be the son of God. Yeah. So, so not only are you, uh, you know, violating our system, you're saying because you're God mm -hmm. and Jesus says, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't uh, like that answer. <laughs> yeah. That, um, uh, it's, it's because, um, I am now, uh, here physically to demonstrate to you the truth of who God is, mm -hmm. I'm carrying out the work of God and um, I'm joining him because I am God. That's who mm -hmm. I am. I am God. And they said, well, you can't be God uh, because you're just a human. He says, no, I'm the son of God. And if you had a heart to understand things, you would, and this is why, by the way, he says later on in John, he says, if you're struggling with all this, why don't you start by looking at the works themselves? 
mm-hmm. and go from there. Uh, mm. The works themselves demonstrate that I that I'm more powerful, and I, it, you would think right. that you would pursue that to say, then teach me more, because mm-hmm. I can see the outcome of the works, which they, which they were seeing. Um, and so he says, um, it's the work of the Father. I'm joining the work of the Father. Um, I do nothing on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he just told us something really significant about the supernatural. Um, he didn't say, I have the power or I have mm. the authority, so I'll just go exercise it. Right. He says, actually, the way that I'm operating is the way I want you to learn to operate, and that's don't do anything on your own. Right. Uh, either side of it. So he's saying, look, don't neglect it. Mm-hmm. And say, well, I guess that's doesn't is never going to happen. So uh, why bother? He said, on the other side of it, don't you think that this is coming from you, and you could just claim it, right? Uh, because you can't. You don't have that ability. It's always be directed by the Father of what He has to say. Um, and then He says, read and read verse thirty again. So He He reiterates this. What does He say he in says, verse thirty? I can of myself do nothing as I hear, I judge and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the father who sent me. Yeah. Okay. So he makes this interesting statement. I haven't come to seek my own will, but, but who, Mm -hmm. but God's will, but God, the father's will, Mm -hmm. he's the one doing the work. I'm joining him in this work. Um, I do nothing on my own, Mm -hmm. uh, but I continually seek to know his will, which he speaks and declares where mm-hmm. the power is. And then I get to participate in and be the conduit of the supernatural um, so when good. all the time, mm-hmm. because why? That's the nature of the father. Right. And, and this other, is what we're invited to also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to say is, look, this isn't once in a while. Mm-hmm. This isn't periodic or it's not seasonal. Um, it's all the time. The heart of the father is to deliver supernatural, but it's all based upon, do I have a heart to follow? Because he knows where he's going with this. He's got to get me to the right place at the right time with the right people for him to deliver the supernatural. So come in and process the supernatural seek his will, he'll deliver it, and you get to be the participant of it. Now he says, look, mm-hmm. because he makes a statement, a lot of people say, well, yeah, but you're God. Um, so you can do it, but I'm not God, and I, I don't have the ability to do it. He said, yes, you do. And he mm-hmm. actually, later on in John, he explains it. Okay, now it's really simple. Why do I and you have the same ability? Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. <laughs> because I'm living in you. Um, I'm within you. Mm-hmm. This isn't a mechanical thing. It's not, I hope you guess at it, and you better do it right. It's, I'm, in, I'm within you. Mm-hmm. Giving you the ability to hear the voice of the Father like I did. Why? Because I'm relating it to you. Right. And I'm explaining it to you. And I'm active with that. And I want to speak my voice. I want to show you my will. As you hear my will, I got to get you to the right place for what? God to do supernatural Mm -hmm. stuff. And he said, because remember, he's describing out of the context of 
we know you're doing supernatural stuff. They, they're even declare it. You did it and you didn't right. do it, didn't do it right. <laughs> uh, he said, okay, you're, at least you're admitting I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, it's why? Well, because I am God. But the way I operated wasn't because I was God. I decided I surrendered to the will of the Father and what went where he was at work. And in the same way that I operate here, demonstrating that, you have that same complete ability because why? I'm I'm within you. Right. So it's I love even yeah. as you described that, I love that you were used the word surrender there. Yeah. That he surrendered to the will of the Father. Because I think that's so much of the starting point for us to truly walk in the supernatural is a posture of surrender before God. Right. And even to, you know, we've talked so much about having the heart to do this. That's even the starting point is, okay, I need to surrender and recognize I need you, God, to give me the heart to surrender. (laughs) It even starts there. And so if you're struggling in this, that's something that I would just say, that would be a starting point of a prayer that I would encourage you to pray is God, give me the heart to want to step into this, you know, ready my heart. Let me, let me come under and give me a heart willing to surrender and to walk with you into this. Yeah. Yeah. And think of uh, of Jesus, you know, what he's speaking here is that, um, you know, my heart was to surrender, mm-hmm. uh, because the father and, and remember, and he describes this actually in John 15, which we have based our ministry on is, uh, Christ is the vine mm-hmm. the source of life. The vine dresser is the father who does what? Makes all the decisions. All of it, yeah. Because he knows the answers. And then the Holy Spirit is a sap. And we are to be connected, abiding, choose mm-hmm. to abide. If you remain in me, you'll bear much fruit. Yeah. Um, apart from me, you can do nothing. And so that he says, because that's how I did it, which I demonstrate to you, you can expect, know, and understand you can be in that same place mm-hmm. and it's such a beautiful place to be because why? Because the father's will is to deliver to you the superabundant life, to give you the covenant, to bless you, to make you a blessing, to resolve every issue you got in the way that he wants to, which is about timing and how it's going to happen and what it means in light of, of free will. So that, you know, uh, Jesus, like for example, um, in that regard, had a lot of people following him. Um, and actually, if we if we continued here uh, in John and go into chapter six, uh, these people, uh, after particularly after the feeding of the 5,000, mm-hmm. are following him because of right. the supernatural. Coming from long distances, yeah. And then um, he says, hey, by the way, you got to eat my body and drink my blood. Mm-hmm. And they'd say, oh, uh, that... That doesn't fly for that. Oh my yeah. gosh. We just walked into something we yeah. didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is, this guy's strange. You know, uh oh, we're following a, a false prophet. Uh, we're out. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the will of the Father was, we'll stay with him. Mm-hmm. You'll learn what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, just like he's saying to the Pharisees, he said, Look, I know you reject all this. But my heart, God speaking to them, even would be stay, stay processing. Why would you not pursue right. this instead of rejecting it out of hand? So he said to these people, these you know probably several hundred people, 
um, you know, this statement, they said, it's too hard for us. We're leaving. We let, and they leave. Mm-hmm. Now God's will would say, well, stay with them and learn it. But did he let them leave? He let them leave. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why? Because there wasn't a heart to keep asking the questions of, okay, right. this is a hard saying, but could you help me understand it mm-hmm. and understand further? I'd like to experience more of your supernatural life, but they, they rejected it at that point and said, mm-hmm. we're out, we're out. So that see God's will, and this is important, uh, isn't automatic. So Jesus didn't say, let me force you or let me, let me intervene here and make sure you all understand what I just said. I don't want you to go. So I'm going to make sure you don't go. He said, mm-hmm. do you have a heart to come? They said, we don't. Okay. Um, so that when you look at God's will, which is how Jesus did it, it wasn't even with him, which he just demonstrated with that story. It wasn't automatic. Right. It was, Father, what do you have to say now? Eh, let him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have a heart to learn that. So at the moment, let him go. Uh, you can actually ask your disciples, do they want to go? Which he did. Hey, boys, you want to go? And eh, no, we, we, uh, we don't know what you said either, but we, we know you have the words and we're going to follow you and we're staying with you. Okay, great. Let's mm-hmm. go. You know, and so, uh, it's such a beautiful truth that the reason that we can experience the supernatural is to make the same choice Jesus did, which is just, I'm going to seek your will. Right. Um, and I have the ability to hear it because of who's within me. And he said, stay with me. Um, and I'll deliver to you the supernatural. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing of truth. So Father, we thank you for uh, really helping us understand, even after the, mm-hmm. after the story of the Pool of Bethesda, you said, well, the way I function was I mm-hmm. surrendered my will to the Father, and that's what I came to do. I pray that we have that same heart, that yes. we would just surrender our will, seek your will, knowing that we can receive your will because of your within us, And we will get to experience the supernatural for sure. And so we praise you and we thank you for that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I love this section that we've been on, on having the choice to make, you know, really what it is. So thanks for joining us, everyone. If you have questions, send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com. Looking forward to continuing the study as we talk about how we're called to receive it and to give it away. Amen. So. Looking forward to it. Take care. See you next time. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.